0: Hi guys, welcome back to Melon Girl Problem Podcast. This is episode 30 of season 2, which means this is the mid-season finale. And I am joined by my lovely co-host and my cousin, Taylor.
1: Hi guys. Hi everyone.
0: <laughs> now, since everyone might not know Taylor, how about you give like a brief introduction of who you are?
1: Yeah, so I'm Taylor. <laughs> I am a holistic wellness and psychology professional. Um, I'm a blogger and I have a blog called Habitat for Manifestation, um, which is all about spiritual wellness and helping people come back to their true authentic self and tap into their highest potential. Um, I'm a huge like advocate for spiritual wellness and for mental health as a whole. Um So, yeah, that's really something that I push. And I've been working on that for about a year now. So, yes, I'm very excited to be here. and very happy that we get to connect and get to talk about some of these really important points.
0: And I agree that Black Girl Magic being that boss of your own corporation, Mm -hmm. your own business. So, thank you. Yeah, it's so great. And I'm excited to see, like, wow, I've done... At least two seasons of this podcast and episode 30 was like, I feel like I didn't think it would go this far, but it did. I'm kind of glad it did. And I know right. season three will be even more hype than season two was, I feel
1: like. Yeah, no, for sure. I'm excited for what you for the people. I'm very excited. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm proud of you. Definitely two seasons is really nice to have under your belt. Hmm. So I'm very excited for what's next.
0: And I'm excited as well. So the first Mm -hmm. point we'll be talking about is comparing what we learned from 2019 versus 2020. And I feel like what I've learned last year is like I've taken a lot of things for granted when it came to like big social gatherings of friends and families and like, you know, simply going to the movie theaters or going to restaurants versus now or you can't really do anything without being worried about getting infected with, like, the corona or, like, versus getting someone sick, or, like, are they being six feet apart? Are they wearing their masks? Are they washing their hands? Which y'all should have been done, doing in the first place. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Please, with, hopefully. 20 to washing your hands, people.
1: <laughs> literally. Literally. Yeah, as far as um 2019 is concerned, I know, like, a lot of us were just really moving at a fast pace. Um, But that was normal life for us. You know, like we were just used to the hustle and the grind and the, you know, the daily grind of life. And I think 2020 really, um, with the whole quarantine and COVID situation, it's allowed us to really sit down and really rest and take time to reflect on things that are important to us and um, acknowledge what's important to us so 2020 has really been i think um i see the positive in Mm -hmm. it and i see how um you know it not only affected me but other people Mm -hmm. and how we've really come to um just rest really just rest it was a time of much needed rest for a lot of us um because like i said you know we're a country that is so ingrained in like hustle culture Mm -hmm. and the grind culture and you know we're constantly moving, and we feel like we have to constantly be doing things. Mm-hmm. And 2020 really um, gave us that that opportunity and that time to rest.
0: And I agree. I feel like you know a lot of college students can relate to this. We're just so busy, like going, 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 and then when we have that week break, everything just catches with us at once, and our body's like, "Well, you did all the work you can do. Now you're gonna be sick for a week so you can relax and recuperate." Because you were listening to us. The, the time right. going fast pace. I think also mental health is very important because a lot of people, especially minority groups, don't take it very seriously. Other thing is taboo, or we end up tend to keeping our feelings like bottled up for so long, and that it ends up right. being very overwhelming
1: until it's like too
0: late, you know?
1: Right. And I think this year definitely highlighted um, the importance of mental health because I know so many people who were cooped up inside during quarantine. A lot of people mentally were struggling because this was their first time having to really chill out and stay home and be around their family for long periods of time and just be being confined in a space I know was hard for a lot of people Mm -hmm. so mental health was definitely a huge topic for um, 2020 as a whole Um, but I know like like I said it is important that we have this time to rest because mentally the grind culture is just as just as bad you know it's just as toxic I know you were talking about college and, you know, us being college students and that grind um, of having to complete assignments and having to go to class and whatever, whatever. Um, I know for me personally, my personal experience, I, you know, you know this, but I struggled a lot mentally last year in 2019 with my mental health. Um, I just really came to like a burnout with everything. I was burned out and super depressed and I really could not function how I wanted to function you know I couldn't go to classes and I wasn't completing assignments to the best of my ability and I was like this is really like I hit like a breaking point and I really was burnt out um so I know like for me personally like I understand like what burnout looks like and I understand how difficult it can be to um you know take take a break um but once you take that break you realize that it's much needed and i think that's what the world needed and that's what our country needed for sure is just this much needed break um because so many people were probably burnt out before
0: yeah i agree with that and i tested that because i had my fair share of like i think it was my second year in college and i had got like i was just hustling five classes trying to get everything done be had time and then my body was like okay you done all this so you're gonna be sick for a week and you're gonna stay mm-hmm. sick and i'm like okay so i was literally in my bed in my dorm having rotessence like every four hours and drinking ginger in because I could physically not move because I was like that exhausted right. and then one point I just had like a mental breakdown I started like I broke down crying in front of one of my friends and like she's like just right. you know cry it out and then just take a break for yourself like like if you ha- don't have to go to class email your teacher saying that you just need to take a day and they'll understand you know and you just need to take time for yourself. And that's what I kind of did. I kind of took time for myself because I realized that I was physically not okay. And I don't, right. I'm not sure if it just stemmed from a lot of things happening, like school life or just personal life. But
1: I really just, right. just like, broke down crying, you know. And that's what people need to realize. You know, like, I think, you know, that's the toxicity of grind culture. You know, you kind of put yourself on the back burner and put your needs on the back burner in order to, be productive and to complete work and to do what you, what is expected of you basically. Um, But I think, you know, at, at the core level and at like the most spiritual level, like we need to cater to ourselves because, you know, if we're not good, our work is not going to be good, you know? Exactly. Um, So we definitely need to take that time for sure to um, listen to our bodies and listen to our minds and, you know, just tap in and see what we need. Um, from ourselves and i sure. agree with that fully
0: mm-hmm. and another point that i would like to talk about i'm sure y'all are barely all aware of what's happening right now in the news especially everything that's going on i feel like you also learn like learning who your true friends are in times of crisis specifically with the death of george floyd um, a uh, brian taylor and many others before them and after them especially with trevor martin when he was like the very first one i remember. Like, growing up, like, he's a 60-year-old kid, you know, going mm-hmm. to the green store with a bag of Skittles and I think tea was it. And I'm like, when he got killed, I finally showed, like, I saw for myself personally who my friends were. When one friend said, you know, it shouldn't affect you. He does not relate to you. But one friend said, it does bother her because that's part of her community. And you shouldn't say anything like that. I feel like that's why I know right then and then who my true friends were and who are my truly my allies in my fight. Of oppression right. we have fought for so long in our community.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I know. Um, during this whole Black Lives Matter movement, during quarantine, that I've seen on social media, people that I've worked with, people I went to high school with, that I've you know consider myself to be acquaintances or cool with, just being really silent in this time of injustice and in this time of where we need to be vocal about things people were just so silent and really not trying to get involved and now more than ever like this is not the time to be silent you know like racism and the divide um of inequality like showing like it's really showing up and like it's in your face now you know you can't hide from it you can't lay low and think that it's gonna pass by because it's not like this is really in your face now and people need to be aware of that and so many people, like I said, were being silent during this time. Um, and then I did see some people who decided to post the Black Square on Instagram mm-hmm. um, as their form of, like, protest. And then they didn't say anything else. So it was kind of kind of ridiculous just to see, like, okay, you want to post the Black Square with no context. But you can't say, you know, what you really want to say. And I think that that is... Um, you know, that was just really, like, hurtful for me personally, just to see so many people who I thought were cool people mm-hmm. um, really just not speak up about about any of this.
0: And I agree. Like, when you're, like, in a classroom setting, especially in college, where you are in a cluster of mixed cultures and mixed identities, and then when you hear them say, like, yeah, I will tell my friend automatically not to say the N-word, because I know my friends who are Black are very offended by that, and some of them will condor back saying it shouldn't offend them it shouldn't bother them but it does because you don't don't know how far that word has stemmed from slavery or one girl saying like oh i want my hair to be in the same like cornwall braid as a black person i'm like no you cannot your hair is not made for that you know mm-hmm. and the question like why i, I thought i could do because i'm dating a black guy that gives you no right because you're dating a black guy for your hair to be braided just ours so there right. are cultures why our hair is braided a certain way there's a culture why we have dreadlocks. there's a culture why we have cornrow braids and why we this and why that and there's also a culture why we were forced to like straighten our hair you know to to to, to be made or to proceed as white even though we white right. you know mm-hmm. And i think so it also yeah. stems from like oh now why people are like oh i want their hair tight or like how oh no i want their hair tight we never really appreciate our our own hair our own hair type and it's kind of sad you know
1: Mm -hmm. And I think it's just like learned behavior, like you were saying, you know, black people have been conditioned to really um, adapt and to fit into a society that doesn't serve us and that doesn't really care about us, you know, Mm -hmm. and that is the hurtful part about it. So I'm just grateful that, you know, now more than ever, we were more conscious and more aware of how the injustices have affected us and how society as a whole um, you know, isn't, isn't here for us. There's so many inequalities and I think, you know, we all recognize that now.
0: And I agree. And then point three I would like to make is that racism that is present now versus last year. And I feel like, you know, without diving too many, like too deep into politics, I feel like before racism wasn't bad versus what, what it is now. And I think besides it stemming from leadership, I think also what stem for people have been kept hidden because they know they like if they showed it that what the outcome would have been and how it would be plastered all over the news and then it just, and eventually just mm-hmm. die down,
1: you know? Right, right. Um, yeah, no, exactly. I think that, you know, for like honestly, racism has been. Here since the dawn of time you know like it's been here since this country was founded this country really was founded on racism um but i think that you know over the years racist racist people have been you know laying low um as far as you know modern times go within you know the past few years they've been laying low um so I think ever since Trump got elected, honestly, they found someone who has been speaking vocally about what they believe mm-hmm. and, you know, they found, I guess, a leader in him and they're like, okay, well, he's saying this and I agree with this. So I'm going to come out more and be more vocal about how I think. And, you know, racist people have really started to, you know, take take advantage of this Trump um, election. Mm-hmm. And they really come out of the woodworks, come out of hiding, if you will, and started to be more vocal about how they feel. And they, you know, they don't care because they see a president who endorses their behavior. Mm-hmm. So they're like, okay, cool. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna do what I want because you know our president he doesn't care. So why should I? Um, so I think that as far as this year is concerned, I think. Um, As far as race goes, like I was saying before, it's really, we're so, it just highlights the fact that we're so racially divided in this country Mm -hmm. and the divide is really just getting stronger, I think, because there are so many people who are not backing down um, on either side, you know, like racist people are not backing down. They believe what they want, you know, Mm -hmm. based off of ignorance and what they've been taught. And, you know, same with people who are fighting for equality in the Black Lives Matter movement and allies who are on, um, who are on our side, you know, we're not backing down either because we're fighting for this injustice and we're fighting for equality. Um, so it's really just showing this divide. 2020 is really highlighting this racial divide now more than ever, especially with the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, things are just very, very divided right now. It
0: is. And I feel like also, even with like celebrities that we see in, in like the main outlet like they are also speaking out because either they have friends who are part of the Black Lives Matter or they're dating someone you know from the African-American community and then their partner or their spouse is teaching them the culture that we want people here for so long and finally you have someone who has a higher like status to emulate and Right. you are still giving them hate and you have to realize not everyone's going to date their same race because we weren't meant you know to always date our same way we are meant to like be a huge mixing like culture pot of many different cultures that our nation mm-hmm. is and i feel like you shouldn't be judging people just because they date outside of the race why is it your opinion to butt in when you that's not your own happiness
1: uh-huh. right exactly and that's the thing too just going off of that um just going off the topic of people not being black but being allies of black lives matter and being allies of um equality as a whole, I think that's been really, really great to see Um, because I know we spoke about people not doing their part and not speaking up, but I've seen a lot of people who I'm cool with who have spoken up, and I really am grateful for that because, you know, it really takes white people and non-Black people to speak up about inequality for change to really happen, unfortunately. You know, it can't just be Black people fighting for fighting for what we want, you know, because honestly, in all honesty, if it's just black people fighting for our own equality, things won't get done. Um, so it ha- we have to have white allies who use their privilege to help people who are, um, who are being discriminated against. You yeah. Know? And I
0: agree. And I know many people not may like that, especially what's going on now, like the Kardashian, like for Kim, like she said, you know, her dad, who was a lawyer? She like stood up for what he believed, in, and that's what she's done. Yet I know many people may not like her because of how she's like been very close with Trump, every now But she has done a lot but freeing a lot of people who are, you know, African American who were incarcerated for something that, that they didn't do. And I feel like she wants to be much more known from besides her TV show. She wants to be known more for her smart. So she wants to be, be more learned for like being a lawyer because she's also a minority. She's Armenian. That's a different culture that has been been prosecuted that we never knew about, you know, in the history books, we always talk about, like, Jewish people or Gypsies or, like, blacks or Indians. We never knew about the Armenians, and when she, when they, had, you know, used their their show as a platform to show the persecution of their race, it kind of all came back to full circle, like, how she's also fighting for the same justice for her people that she wants just for us, you know, especially as she has kids who are also mixed culture, she also wants to make sure that they have a world where they don't feel threatened or scared, like, you know, not knowing this will be like their last day or like who's out to get
1: them, you know? Right. And I think that's important. Like we were saying, just being an ally and especially when you have um, minority children, Mm -hmm. I think it's very important. Um, I actually saw this video during quarantine, this, um, this white woman, she had, you know, a a black child, a mixed child, and she was blatantly racist. Um, She was talking to, I guess her boyfriend um, who was black and his mom, who was obviously black and, you know, calling them the N word while holding her child, Mm -hmm. um, calling them the M word and just speaking all types of racist things. And I think that, you know, if you are going to one, date someone outside of your race, no matter what that race is, I think it's very important for you to educate yourself Mm -hmm. um, on that, their experience. And especially when you're going to have kids with them, I think it's very important to, very, very important, more important to educate yourself and to um, just be an ally for that um, for that race, for sure. I, know, I agree. I feel like as we get more like into our adult lives
0: and if we do enter that interrelational relationship and, you know, kids are a product of that, I feel like I want to in my power to protect my kids, but I know I can only protect them from something for so long until they're actually faced with it in real life and then just teach them the right steps to take in case something does happen you know and then that's always your fear for future like if you ever ever become a parent that's your fear as a a, a parent you know
1: right exactly exactly
0: and I think another point that I'd like to, like to, to talk about before we end for today is like any words of advice or wisdom especially with everything that's going on right now because I feel like when 2020 hit, you just hit with forest fires, Co- Kobe Bryant's death, more racism, more death, more death, more death. And it just didn't seem to get any better. And some people thought, like, oh, yes, 2020 is going to be my year of enlightenment, of doing this and doing that. And it was not the case at all.
1: Right, exactly. 2020 was very, very chaotic, mm-hmm. um, for lack of a better word, very chaotic. Um, so I think... Honestly, what I want people to take away from this and just a word of advice is to keep spreading love um, and be mindful of your actions, be mindful of your thoughts and how you're feeling and don't feel pressured or don't feel ashamed for taking time for yourself and um, doing what you need to do in this time. You know, this is a really fragile time for our country Mm -hmm. and you know tensions are really wearing high emotions are very high for a lot of people and people are all handling this the events of 2020 very differently so I think it's very important for us to be excuse me to be mindful of um our thoughts and our actions and um just be just be present and live in the moment and connect and spread love with those who are around you and those who that you um come in contact with
0: and i agree even though we can't really be in contact with our neighbors or our families right now in this time but you could do little stuff like for like your mailman or the ups driver whoever the case it be you can leave out like a little basket of like water or snack and leave like a little sign saying i appreciate all that you do you know during this mm-hmm. pandemic and then you know if you have family who live far away like you can like call to facetime them Or send them letters so they can at least hear your voice knowing that you're doing okay. Same thing for the kids, because the kids may not understand why they can't go see grandma and grandpa right now, you know. Just Mm -hmm. explain to them why they can't see their friends right now. Like, try to talk to them on a level that they'll be able to comprehend, but also, you know, teach them kindness, show kindness for everybody, you know, even though we can't really be in close proximity with everyone right now, maybe next year we will be able to whenever this virus like runs its course and know uh, this, this nation will have a time to heal because we lost so many people, but also a lot of new things are happening. Like a lot of babies are being born during this time. So, you know, they will be able to really like mom and dad, even though I was born through a very upsetting time in 2020 in this pandemic, I was able to just, you were able to show me love and kindness despite the racism that was put in my path. I'm able right. to go to see past the skin color. I'm able to see, the person's personality for who they are not because of their skin you know
1: yeah exactly exactly and i'm optimistic for the future i'm optimistic for um what's next for our country but you know we're in a difficult time right now so we're really in the thick of it so Mm -hmm. you know right now it's kind of difficult to handle but i'm optimistic for future generations i think that you know we're going to be teaching our kids um correctly and properly and teaching them how to love instead of hate um and yeah I'm just optimistic honestly for our future and what the country has in store even though right now it may look a little a little wild and wild indeed it has been (laughs) Mm -hmm. For for the
0: most part hopefully by the end of this year and next year it'll be a little bit more brighter and a little bit more better yeah yes hopefully so I would like to thank my
1: lovely co-host Taylor for, t- for recording this podcast with me. Yes, thank you for having me. It was a great experience. Yeah. I am so excited for what you have in store for the people. Season three is going to be great. Thank um, you. So thank you.
0: And I'm excited yeah. for everyone who's listened thus far from season one to season two. Until now, I will will be definitely be back for season three. I'm just going to take a break. You know, to recharge myself. And definitely you'll hear really you will hear more from me and Taylor because she'll be joining me more for my podcast for season three. So I'm excited.
1: Yay. <laughs> yes, I'm so excited. And I
0: will Can't wait. I will also leave a, i will leave her link for her blog in my description when I do post this podcast to be able to check her post out you know yeah even during this 2020 time we are also you know very advocate of supporting very black-owned businesses and creators and content creators so i will Mm -hmm. definitely leave a link in the description for y'all to check her out
1: yeah and also
0: i thank you everyone for tuning in from this last episode from even the beginning of the podcast i didn't think i would be doing it thus far you know as long as i have so I appreciate everyone who's listened, who's told me they enjoyed it, that they listen to while they're in their car going to work, or just you know running errands around the house or just cleaning. I appreciate everyone who's like giving me their input, what topics I should talk about, you know, just like or just listening for what I have to say. When you know, nine times out of ten, I normally rant, which is it, it doesn't mean a good rant depending on what the topic is. But I appreciate everyone who listened thus far, and I continue to appreciate your love and support through my podcast. guys. well thank you for tuning in guys thank you for listening hope you'll have a great friday hope you have a good weekend and hope for the good rest of this year and the rest of 2020 and i will see y'all next year for season three and i'll keep y'all posted and updated about what's more to come until then bye bye guys